But by the time they realize I'm truly missing I'll be missing tribulation and living in glory land By the time they find me missing I'll be living over there Where there is no reminiscence Of the sorrow we have down here And by the time they look around them And they discover that I'm gone I'll be in that mighty chorus master's throne I guess I'm missing awfully lot of earthly treasures cause I'm not famous and I'm not a millionaire but I know for sure I'll not be missing heaven where I'm known to all as rich and that beyond compare by the time they find me missing living over there there is no reminiscence of the sorrow we have down here and by the time they look around them and they discover that I'm gone I'll be in that mighty chorus He 
so much to thank God for this morning. I woke up this morning and it wasn't raining and and uh, I just had to say thank you Lord uh, for this morning. Thankful to be here this morning again to this drive-in service and hopefully for too much longer we can get back inside but it seems like a lot of them is enjoying it. Uh, enjoying the year on the outside and I know it is nice and cool here this morning uh, or warm but I had a card here I was going to read this is from uh, let me get it open here it says thank you so much for the prayers, food and love shown toward my family during this difficult time the family of Winfrey County thanks you for your kind appreciations of sympathy Denise McCain and family, Trelissa Moore and family, and Jamie County and family. And our prayers goes out to this family that lost a loved one here a short time ago to death. And our hearts and our prayers are with you this morning. Again, it's good to see you here this morning. And uh, can everybody hear all right this morning? All right, all right. You know, uh, I'm so thankful. Last Sunday when I I seen all the vehicles come driving in, and I just feel so blessed. I hadn't seen for so long, and and then after service is over, I stood here on the porch, and and as they everybody was going out, and I said, well, it it looks like a Looked like a funeral mission uh, when you guys were leaving, but I said the only difference was that crowd that was leaving, there wasn't no dead in the bunch. They wasn't going to a funeral. They'd just been to a resurrection last Sunday morning. So we are glad that you're here today, and if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be reading from uh, from over in Ezekiel chapter Ezekiel chapter 37 if you want to look with me Ezekiel chapter 37 I'm going to read a few verses there talk to you just a few minutes and see what we can come up with here that God has laid on our hearts this morning So Ezekiel chapter 37, and I'm going to begin reading in verse 1, and because of time this morning, I'm just going to sort of highlight here and then go back and sort of fill in, and, but I want to lay out a good foundation here this morning. And it said, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord. 
and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. And now I want to take a text over there in verse 11. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. If I pick a text out of the Scripture this morning, and it might be a little bit different, but I would pick it out of verse 11 there. Our hope is lost. Now what was going on here, Ezekiel was a prophet of Judah and Israel, a great prophet, one of the greatest. He was also the priest of Judah. And I believe I read and study that about 22 years he was a priest and also the prophet of Judah and Israel. But what had happened here, they had disobeyed God. And so the Babylonians had come in, they had captured the Judeous people, and they were in bondage. And so while they was there, it was there for a reason, and I'll get to that in a minute. But the Bible says that God spoke to Ezekiel. And He said, Ezekiel, He said, I've got a prophecy for you to go do. Ezekiel said that the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord. Now a lot of people say, what does He mean He was in the Spirit? If you have never been in the Spirit before, then you don't know what you're missing. Amen. And so this was a vision that God gave Ezekiel during this time that they were in bondage. And the Lord commanded him, and he said, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Now these bones, he didn't say these bones were dead, but he just said these bones are dried up. You remember this, where we're going with it. And he caused me to pass round about them, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter unto you, and ye shall live. So I want to stop there just a minute, and I want us to picture in our mind the best that you can what was going on. Israel was in bondage. And so God gave Ezekiel a message 
to go to them and to prophesy to them. Now I want you to remember the first verse there when the Lord's hand was upon him and carried him out in the Spirit. I know today and I know people today, they don't believe in a lot of things. They don't believe in being slain in the Spirit. They don't believe in tongues. They don't believe in the fulfilling of the Holy Ghost. But let me tell you, friend, it's all Bible. And sometimes if we will allow God to come in and lay His hand on us, then we can see things in the spiritual realm that we can't see with these fleshly eyes. And so here Ezekiel was... And the Bible said, uh, He carried me away in the Spirit. Uh, Notice He was in the Spirit, uh, and He was showing Him this vision uh, of where Israel was at, or Judah, and He was showing Him uh, the reason that they was there. And so He was going to send a message uh, down to them by Ezekiel. Uh, and so the Bible said that he, the Lord asked Ezekiel, uh, he said, Ezekiel, uh, he said, do you think these bones can live? Uh, these dried bones can live? Uh, and Ezekiel uh, uh, said to God, God, thou knowest they can. Uh, in other words, uh, other words, Ezekiel, uh, he didn't say, Lord, uh, I believe they can live. Uh, but he said, Lord, uh, if you say that they can live, uh, then they can live. Amen. Uh, uh, thank God today uh, for the Holy Spirit uh, that moves upon us. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, thank God today uh, for the Holy Spirit uh, that He gave us. Uh, and He said He would lead us uh, and He would guide us. Uh, amen. Uh, into all truth. Uh, so we find uh, Ezekiel here uh, was in the middle uh, of these dry bones. Uh, and the the Bible said uh, that the Lord God uh, said it to these bones, uh, Behold, uh, he said, I will cause breath uh, to enter into you, uh, and ye shall live. Uh, let me tell you, friend, uh, that breath represents the Spirit, uh, and the Spirit represents the breath. Uh, the Bible said, uh, Without the Spirit, uh, you're none of mine. Uh, you take the Spirit out of us, uh, and we would be just like uh, Israel was. Uh, all we would be uh, would be a pile uh, of dried bones uh, that's dried up. I've come to preach, amen, to somebody this morning. And he said, thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will call bread to enter into you and you shall live. Let me tell you today, friend, if we will just open up and be obedient to God, I want to tell you these old bones that's dried up will come Hey, man, and they will get up and they will begin to move. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This morning, thanks be unto God. Hey, man, is there anybody out there this morning? Hey, man. Now then, he said in verse 6, he said, And I will lay sin you. And you will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I 
am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I, as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones began to come together, uh, bone till his bone. As I read that, and as I began to think about it here, and I realized that Ezekiel was in a, he was sort of, in the spirit, God had set him out in the battle, valley, in the midst of this army of Judah, where because of their false teaching and because of the ungodliness that they had lived, and because of the other idols that they began, they began to worship them. And that's what got them into trouble today. Remember what I'm saying. That's what got Israel and Judah into trouble. The Bible said over in Ezekiel 36 there, it said in verse 24, For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, uh, and ye shall be clean uh, from all of your filthiness, uh, and from all of your idols uh, will I clean you. Uh, I said I will put a new heart. Uh, also uh, I will give you, uh, and a new spirit uh, will I put uh, within you, uh, and I will take away uh, the stony heart out of your flesh, uh, and I will give you... Uh, a heart of flesh. That is what was going on all through Ezekiel. Ezekiel was prophesying. I began to read some of these and I began to get excited and I began and when I got to that part and I portrayed in my spirit what Ezekiel was seeing when God picked him up and set him down in the midst of this valley with dry bones and the the Bible said, uh, Ezekiel said, uh, I began uh, to walk around. Uh, I began to walk around uh, in these dried valleys uh, and I began to see uh, all of these dry bones uh, that was dried up. Uh, I seen a great army uh, and they were sitting there. Uh, they had lost uh, everything uh, and it was because uh, of disobedience uh, unto God. Uh, let me tell you somebody uh, uh, something today. Uh, an old man by the name huh, of Brother Kenny Bryant, huh, he told me years ago huh, when this old world huh, of America began huh, to get so wicked huh, and they begin to allow huh, everything to come in huh, and not only into this old America but into the churches. Huh, and he said, Brother Ralph, huh, he said America is going to pay the price huh, for it one of these days. Huh, hey man, huh, stop and think huh, what's going on today 
today, you think that we ain't paying a price for this today. It's the same as it was in Ezekiel's day. It's because of disobedience. It's because of filth is an abomination. It's because of what's going on in the land of America today. And I believe that God said enough is enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Glory be the name of the Lord. Mm. Never, never in my wildest dream did I ever dream that one day I'd be standing here and you'd be sitting there in the parking lot in your cars. Something, friend. I believe it's time that we need to get back to God. What do you think? I said, I believe it's time we need to get back to God. Oh, yeah. That's what I say. He said, so I prophesied. As I, was, as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, a bone to my bone. Can you imagine it? Here they was. They wasn't dead bones. They were just like us sometimes. They was dried up bones. Hey, man, I said they were dried up. And it's always Ezekiel began to prophesy walked around these dried bones huh, and they was sitting there this courage huh, and on down there I'll get there and preach in a minute huh, but they were just sitting there huh, and Ezekiel there huh, as Ezekiel began to preach to him, he said he looked around. He heard a noise. He heard a noise, Earl. And the Bible said, and then them old dry bones, they got to moving around. They got to jumping up, getting up, and they got to moving around. Amen. And the Bible said that he heard something else, and he looked around, and he said, there's a shaking. Amen. Going on. There's a shaking going on. I'll tell you in the church today we need to see some more of that shaking going on in our churches today. Hallelujah. We are not dead. We are much alive. Hallelujah. Glory be the name of the Lord. Who? Oh yeah, Ezekiel said yeah. Yeah, he said I heard something. And he said behold. He said, I looked and there was a noise. And behold, he said, there was a shaking going on. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And Isaiah, or Ezekiel said, and when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was still no breath in them. There was still no spirit in them. And the Bible said, then the Bible said that there was no spirit in them. And then said he unto me, Ezekiel, he said, prophesy, prophesy. 
prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, Ezekiel. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. Oh, Ezekiel. I can imagine, oh, Ezekiel, the things he was seeing coming together. I believe his own country that he had prophesied and been a priest for 20 some years I believe I believe that he knowed that they were spiritual dead not altogether physical but they were spiritually dead and I believe when God gave him that message and said go and prophesy to him and he began to prophesy and he began to see things happening amen and taking place and I believe he got excited I don't believe it's just them army began to shake I believe the spirit of the Lord began to move upon Ezekiel and when he said a prophesy son of man a prophesy to the four winds and let it blow in here and he began to prophesy and the Bible said that all four winds began to blow upon him and the Bible said so I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath the breath listen to it came unto them and they lived and they stood up upon their feet and exceeding great army I want to tell you friend if you've sat there like Israel and you've dried up why don't you just open up and ask Jesus to send the Holy Spirit to you. You're talking about waking you up and shaking you up. Israel won't be the only one doing some shaking. You'll be doing some shaking. And then in verse 11, who oh, I took the text. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts or for our lands. I was reading that and I said, Lord, there's so many ways that we can go with this this morning. But what text would you want me to take? And he said, I want you to go, son. And I want you to take a text out of 11. Where he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, listen to this. Behold. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. I read that and God began to distribute it to me and I was sitting there in the night last night and I kept reading it over and reading it over and reading it over. And I'm telling you, when God began to open up my spiritual eyes and he began to give me the wisdom that I'd asked him for and the knowledge and I felt I began to feel 
a moving of the Holy Spirit was inside me. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about this morning, but you can. And I got to thinking, and I got down there where God told Ezekiel, said, Ezekiel, this army, which is the army of Judah, he said, because of their disobedience, he said, I have sent the enemy to put them where they're at today. As I read it to you, because of their idleness, worshiping these idols, and because of the filthiness and the filthy life that they're living, and because they simply turned their back on me. Their hearts has been hardened, their necks have been stiffened, and that's why, Ezekiel, I'm sending you down there to tell them they're my people, and even though they've sinned against me, I still love them. And I got to thinking about that, and I thought, when I got to that part, and it said, <clears throat> and they say, they say all hope is gone in them. I have seen, not just here recently, but I have seen in the past people has left and turned their backs on God. I've worked with preachers before. We've had some of the greatest prayer meetings, men a couple more, over in that old church that I've ever been in my life. I remember a time that we was together and the Spirit of God would move in that old church over there when we'd come and pray. I've seen the church move up, but now I hardly ever see. I hardly ever see those that was with me. But I want to say this this morning. I said it, and I'll stand on it. I believe that God is not doing all this, but He's allowing it to happen. Somebody was talking the other day about it, and I said, yeah, they said we miss church so much. Well, they just come part-time. They said we miss church so much. I, I said, yeah, you know, I said we have something good, uh, and we won't miss it until it's gone. Hey, man. We don't miss. Has anybody missed the church? Amen. Anybody missed the church? Uh, let me tell you, friends. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, when we get back to where God wants us to be, uh, and when we get these old dried bones woke up uh, and get us up and moving, uh, uh, God is going to open it up, uh, and He God's going to let us in. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, the devil ain't going to win this battle. Uh, I said, the devil ain't going to win this battle. Uh, the reason that we are uh, in the shape today, uh, we were just like Israel was uh, because of our filthiness uh, and our old disobedience. Uh, and people sit back uh, and say, well, uh, we don't. Don't never see nothing uh, happening in our church 
preached anymore. Uh, let me tell you uh, why you don't see nothing uh, happening in a lot of your churches today because there's nothing there. Uh, Judah and Israel, uh, you've sat there uh, and you've dried up uh, and your bones are dry and you're going to sit there uh, and dry up because you're too lazy to get up and move and worship God. I believe God says enough's enough. I believe God says enough's enough. <laughs> Think about it. Think about America. Think back if you're as old as I, well, I ain't many here old as I am. But you just think back years ago when you went to church, Cheryl. People didn't mind standing up and testifying. I've been to churches and asked for a testimony service and they sat down on the seat. I want you to think about it. Is our bones dried up so we can't get up? And lift up hands and give God praise and give God glory. If we can't do that, then we're no better off than Judah was. Our bones is done dried up. I said, well, Brother Ralph, we have some good service. Yes, we have some good services. There's a lady texted me here the other day, and I might have told you about it. She texted me the other day, and she said, you remember the service five years ago that we had? I texted her back, and I said, sis, I said, how could I ever forget that service? Those of you who's here, you remember the service. You may forgot about it. There's a mighty moving, a mighty, mighty moving of the Holy Ghost inside them walls right there. I mean, people were weeping, people were praying, people were slain in the Spirit. God was giving gifts to some of them. Some of them were being healed. I mean, it was a day, a day of glory for me. And I looked around and I said, God, I believe we've had a breakthrough. And we did for a while, and then what happened to us? We still have good service. We still shout a little every now and then. We still raise our hand and praise every now and then. But I believe we can do better. What do you think? I said, I believe we can do better. What do you think this morning? I believe that God is going to get the glory out of this. I believe God's going to get the glory out of what's going on right now. I believe that He is saying to the churches today, all right, if that's the way it's going to be, that's the way it's going to be. But I believe he's looking down right now from heaven, brothers and sisters, and I believe that he is looking down on us this morning as he looked down on Judah back in Ezekiel's day. And I believe all that the sins and the ungodliness that we've been doing in America and all the beliefs that we've come up with and all the walking away from God and saying, I don't want no more of the church. I don't want no more of God and all the abomination that's taking place in the world today. And there is a lot of abomination going on. And the Bible said it is an abomination in the eyes of God this morning. And let me tell you, as he went on and he said to Judah, I believe he's saying it to us here today and to every church across the land. And all that you've done to me, all that you've done to me, you're still my chosen people. And I'll still love you. God still loves us this morning. No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been,
God still loves His people. And I believe it's because that God loves us this morning that we're here in this parking lot and if this ground don't wake America up and it won't a lot of it, but if it don't wake up our churches today, they'll never be woke up. That's a, that's a word from the Lord this morning. I believe that I've said it and I believe it. I've heard different ones come to me and say, Brother Ralph, I, I believe when this is said and done, I, I believe God is going to pour out His Spirit. I, I believe over the second chapter of Joel it is, I, when old Joel was prophesying, I, and he was prophesying about the former rain I, and the latter rain. I, that rain refers to the outpouring I, of the Holy Ghost. I, and he said the latter rain... I, will be greater than the former. And in the former rain, it was outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said when the promise came into the upper room, and they began to speak in new tongues, and the people underneath said these men are drunk. But they wasn't drunk. It was just a promise that God promised them. And Peter stood up and he said, No, these men are not drunk, as ye suppose. But we've just received God. They're not drunk. Oh, they was drunk on the Spirit, all right. And he went ahead and he prophesied it. And he said, in the last days, he said, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. And your young men will have vision. In the last days, I'm telling you, that's going to be the second outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And he said, I said, God said, it would be greater than the former rain. I'm telling you, church, it's about to happen. I believe it's the last round that we're going to have to really get in and wake up and get back and walk in the path of righteousness. Amen. The outpouring is going to be greater. I don't know about you, but I'm about ready to have church. We love you this morning. And I've got to go. Oh, they say our bones are dried up. There's no hope for us. But God said there is hope for you. You may be sitting here in one of these vehicles today. You may be listening out there on Facebook. You may be listening on the radio. You may be listening seeing this everywhere. I want to say this in closing as they come get a song. If you're watching and you're tuning in, and I know a lot of them are, a lot of them are. You may be like Israel was. They may be somebody sitting right here in this parking lot that may be like Judah was. They may be some drug addict sitting somewhere in an old shack. Might be somewhere in a ditch, somewhere in a gutter. An alcoholic, a prostitute. But let me tell you this morning, if you're out there and you feel like there's no hope. There's no hope. i got good news. There is hope. If you'll just put your hope in Jesus Christ this morning. If there's somebody sitting here in this parking lot this morning. Sitting here in this parking lot this morning. And if you're not saved, you may be sitting here, you may be a backslider to God. You may have once knew God. You may have once preached. You may have once teached. You might you sung in a gospel group, whatever. You might have once been a great leader in the churches around here. 
But if you walked away from God, let me tell you, friend, there's still hope in you. Still hope in you. If you're here this morning in this parking lot and you're lost and don't know Jesus Christ, about ten seconds and you can believe Him. For the Bible said, Whosoever would calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said, If you will believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says you can be saved. If you would like for me to pray with you this morning, backslide or lost, if you just step outside of your automobile and you raise your hand, or if you want to walk up here, we'll stay our distance. I, we won't get, we'll stay our legal distance. I can't save you, but I'll be glad to pray with you. So this, this is an invitation this morning. Invitation. And church, it's an invitation to you this morning. Let's wake up. Let's get these old bones livened up. Amen. And I believe when we come back to church, I believe we're going to see a mighty moving in our church. How many believe that this morning? How many believe we're going to see a mighty move? <laughs> All right, girls, sing. More than fame, wealth, or desire, more than all this world's attire, more than anything. You missed heaven, you missed it all. Are you ready? thank everyone for coming out this morning this parking lot service and I know they're opening up churches and all and across the land and we'll be next week too and and uh, 
we just ask you to bear with us for a little while longer. I believe if people will keep praying, I believe God's going to put his hand down. When he sees that his people has heard him and listened to him. And we're going to be right back together inside here before long. I like it out here, all right. But you never know when it's going to rain and all. But God knows that his word can't be stopped. The devil can't stop. The devil can't stop God. He can't stop his word from going out. It's going to get out one way or the other. And we just want to say to you, we're going to play this out this week. And and uh, and if things don't ease up some more, we're going to I'm going to get this board and we're going to do something because of the six foot apart stuff and all of that. And some of you understand it. Maybe some of you don't. Of course, families can sit together, but still, the congregation we got going to be hard to get everybody in there and do it legally but if we have to we'll go downstairs we'll take a table up we set the chairs out and it'll seat a lot more than it will up here on these benches and we're going to start having we're going to get back to having church how many wants to do that I think I already know the answer to that. I just want to be sure. We love you. Jesus loves you. And God bless you. I guess we'll probably be on Facebook. <laughs>